Welcome to Skyrim 10 AD, uh, episode 40, I believe. This is um, a Skyrimatic podcasting D&D adventure in Skyrim. Join us as new adventurers um, take up the challenge of conquering the frozen north. Um, tonight, um, we will have our... Intrepid gang, introduce themselves. Um, let's see. In order that they appear on my little window here. So, uh, the fair young Botty, you can go first. Hello, hello everyone. I am young, sassy Botty. Uh, Andrew here will be uh, playing the character Botty, a wood elf, first time in Skyrim. Uh, <coughs> coming... Because of uh, her infatuation, nay, some would say obsession, with the teachings and uh, the the adventures of the Dragonborn. She's a bard at heart, wanting to tell the stories, experience first uh, firsthand the places where the Dragonborn walks. So that's why she is here in Skyrim. And uh, um, coming to Skyrim, uh, she first stumbled upon her good friend Luke. And uh, Luke has helped her along the ways and we've also uh, stumbled across our, our other found friends here, but Luke has been more of the uh, the, the big brother, uh, hold body under his wing, keep body a little bit under control. She should fly off the, the, the end of the broomstick a little bit there. She'll go after you if you're not careful. So uh, the, the little bit hot-headed, uh, but always after the right story of the dragonborn, Body the Wood Elf. Amazing. Thank you very much, Buddy. And uh, next is her um, first found companion, um, the uh, rather um, serious but um, not uh, so scary uh, Luke. Yeah, yeah, Luke's gotten so good at holding Bonnie's hair back while she throws up into the privy, he can do it with one hand now. So he's really getting skilled uh, taking taking care of Bonnie. I'll give you other things to do with that other hand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, uh, this is Pat. I'm playing Luke Icewalker, uh, a cleric of Kinnerath, uh, a Nord by heritage, but a uh, an Imperial by by residence. He uh, lived in his parents uh, fled the troubles in Skyrim you know, before the events of Skyrim, the, the video game, and he um, uh, lived in. Uh, 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 in uh, Cyrodiil for, for most of his life and uh, took up at a monastery uh, for, for many years uh, or, uh, and uh, at one point uh, received a vision from, from Kinnereth, from his deity to, to uh, go out and uh, go out and, and go to Skyrim for, for reasons unknown and Body uh, became his boon traveling companion and uh, this uh, has been these have been his adventures these these few weeks here in his first visit ever to Skyrim, despite being a, a big strapping Nordish lad. Awesome. Thank you very much. And um, uh, our next um, player is uh, Ray with um, Jaquai. Hey, this is uh, Ray, and my character is Jaquai Chang Kane, a Khajiit monk uh, who is in Skyrim in search of his uh, brother. Uh, he got a mysterious message at the monastery and uh, his master sent him uh, to Skyrim to try to find information about uh, his brother, uh, Zanridar. 
Perfect. Thank you very much. And uh, lastly, we have um, Victor with Mouse. Hello, everybody. This is Vic. I'm uh, playing Septimus Vulpin, a young Imperial by heritage, but Nord by upbringing, uh, as he's been in Skyrim most of his life. He's had a somewhat tragic past. Uh, he is somewhat cocky, uh, occasionally inept, with very occasional flashes of uh, brilliance that are quite rare. Um, and uh, he met this group uh, in Falkreath and offered his services as a guide since he has been across Skyrim in his young life. And uh, that's where we stand right now. Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, on the um, in the story so far, our uh, young troop uh, had just freshly left Falkreath and uh, made their way to um, the hold of Whiterun and to Whiterun City. They passed through the town of Riverwood along the way, and um, as uh, they approached uh, Whiterun, they met up with a a young Dunmar from the dawn guard and uh, with his um, mission to search out um, one of his lost fellows from the dawn guard a, Khajiit, a female Khajiit by the name of Nuzera, uh, Jaquai had managed to find somebody who had actually heard um, or had some information about um, his quarry, his brother uh, Zan Rendar um, while um Trying to aid Eris um, and Flair from the uh, from the Dawn Guard to uh, get Anusra to return back to Dawn Guard with him, uh, they struck a deal so that if uh, the the troop helped Anusra trying to gain some evidence to um, uh, to try and implicate the companions or gain evidence against them to prove that they were uh, indeed. Daedra worshippers that she could bring back to the Dawn Guard, um, she would give Jaquai the information. Um, earnestly, they gave her, her their aid, and um, to the fullest ability. Unfortunately, due to uh, so tripping up on some rugs and uh, clattering into some armor, she was discovered uh, by the new harbinger of the companions. Uh, and but she held up her side of the bargain and uh, gave all the information or told as much as she knew um, about Zan Rendar to Jaquai. Uh, upon gaining this information, he kept most of it to himself, just asking, putting the question out to the group if they had ever heard of a group called the Order of the Silencing Shadow. Um, they had not heard. Uh, and none of the other group had heard anything of them. Uh, none of them knew more than what Jaquai himself had already known. Uh, finishing there, the body headed off to War Maidens, pick up her new set of armor and her new shield, and um, returned with the rest of the party to the Bannered Mare, where where they spend an evening uh, with food, drinks, and uh, with some people watching. When an interesting gentleman uh, that they have uh, seen about town popped in, um, 
a man in probably in his late sixties, early seventies, um, but a strong, <coughs> a strong-bodied Nord. Um, that age sort of doesn't diminish their strength, uh, any. And as he was um, sitting on the at the bar, um, having a drink, um, he appeared to be quite the interesting fellow t- uh, to um, Luke and Mouse, and uh, they decided to invite him to have a drink with them uh, to sort of like you know. Um, Gain some information about the local area. Uh, as they invited them, they learned that the name of their gentleman was Cord, a name they had heard before of the guard that had uh, met them at the front gate when they first arrived in Whiteman. So, as um, Luke, you are heading back towards the table, and behind you, um, Cord is following you. You've just um, ordered some more drinks for the table, so one for yourself and probably one for the rest of your party, and another for Cord, which he is taken happily and is now holding it, following back uh, to join you at your table. So, is, is Cord an ale man or a mead man? This is important. Uh, he had a mead. Mead, okay. All right. All right, now we know. Okay, we know know the way to his heart now through through, through the meat, the meatery. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll bring Court back to the table and uh, uh, make sure everybody uh, everybody at the table remembers him. Hey, uh, this this is uh, this is Court, the the guard who was so so nice to us. We when we entered the town a few days ago. I, I we bumped into him a few times, and the third time's a charm. And what a, what a perfect time to buy him a drink and. Uh, uh, commiserate over our sad performance uh, with the uh, companions at the at the game of with the companions earlier today, and I'll introduce him to the group. He follows you up as you go to move around to sit uh, on your chair. He follows up and then sort of like gives a a nod to everybody at the table and pulls out a chair and and, and takes a, a seat and uh, uh, takes a, a swig of his drink. Cord, well met. I'm sorry if I seemed a little uh, too inquisitive at the gate the other day. I, I apologize for that. I'm just trying to make sure we were all on the same page. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's uh, had um, had the the gate guard a little. Um, he probably got a little bit over anxious with you refusing to answer his questions, but he's young. I can understand that. Well, you're you're both young. Uh, <laughs> Guilty as charged. What brings you to the inn? Oh, I uh, here to watch you. Interesting. What brings oh. you to to White Run? I was going to looking over at Luke and sort of raising an eyebrow. It's got to say that this is the the first time my uh, quarry has invited me for a drink. He takes quarry, a, you said. takes another swig of his mead. What do you mean by quarry? 
Hmm. It's just, um... It's just a slight investigation into new people who have entered the area. It's nothing you... Uh, he's looking at you, Max. He's, it's nothing that you need to be concerned about. I see. I just need to know who you are. Can I tell if he's telling the full truth? Uh, yeah, make an, uh, an insight check. Mm, yeah. Ten. Ten. He's... <coughs> he's very stone-faced. There's hardly any break or smile. The only time you ever see is like get much of an expression on it is when he actually takes a, a sip of his mead and the sweetness get you can see the sweetness getting to him a bit and he, as he swallows it down. But other than that, he's pretty stone faced, very very hard to read. Uh, did we get a, uh, a description of what he's wearing? I apologize, I, f- I forgot. Well, hey, he's in. Um, was it a, just a normal tunic? Um, normal slacks. He does have um, was a sword at his side, um, but it's just a basic steel sword. Uh, doesn't seem that fancy, so it, it could be his his work sword, or it could be just his own sword. But he just has a sword at his side, and uh, no shield with him. So, so Cord, you're you're a, a freelance investigator. Is is that is that what you're trying to say? Well, no, I am. Uh, I'm a guard who. <laughs> You saw me in uniform. It's just uh, I had a little bit more freedom, uh, and I wanted to talk to a few people face to face, get their uh, their general opinions on the situation. Well, Nas leans back and picks up his mug and starts to just sip, looking over the brim at Cord and. Jaquai and body and especially Luke with another raised eyebrow. So r- r- remind me, Colin, when I when I first saw him, it was at the temple, or you know, other than the gate, he was at the temple. Did he have a holy symbol at the time? I uh, I think yes, you did. You uh, and you saw it as well, yeah. And, and is he is he still displaying that that holy symbol? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll sort of incline my eyes toward the holy symbol, holy symbol that he's that he's wearing. And since I've seen him there, so Gord, are are you a, a a regular attendee at, at rites and ceremonies at the temple? I see you you wear the faith that that, that I that I also wear. Uh, yes, um, I I'm a, a loyal. Uh, follower of uh, of kind, I, I but I don't need to um, go to the temple to to show her my faith. Fair, fair enough. Her worship is all around us, but that's we didn't come here to talk religion. What? No. Uh, so you had fun at. Uh, at your Vasker earlier on he's, he's now looking at uh, he's turned his head and he's looking at you Jaquai because you had uh, fun earlier today at uh, at your Vasker did you did you get what you needed 
Luke, was the uh, bartender able to make that whited Moran I ordered? Uh, no. Um, he was going to go look in the back and see if he had any. He didn't have any behind the bar. You want me to go? Uh, want me to go check again? Uh, no, that's okay. I'll I'll just drink whatever you brought. Yeah, I that was the first time I'd ever played uh, the game, and it was quite fun. Yes, um, Shieldstone is uh, it's quite a far reach from what it used to be, and that um, that court is a little bit larger than the usual because of uh, Farkas up there he, uh, he's he got quite the arm on him <laughs> he's got quite a pair of arms um, so that's why I was never able to land one on him <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I forgot to totally tell you that uh, and ask you to, to make a perception check you, that court was um, 10 foot longer on both sides than a normal size court <laughs> that's why he couldn't reach Ah, I see grounds for a rematch in our future. Mm. So the companions in honor, A. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, yeah, I believe your um, your other two dawn guard friends had um, had quite a set too. Friends of yours. Uh, just people we met on the uh, on the trip. It's uh, never met him before, uh, and I had never heard of the Dawn Guard before. Um, so, uh, so you're fresh, fresh to Skyrim. You just uh, just got here, basically. Uh, yeah. So the. It's a beautiful place. I love the trees. <laughs> so you should coming through four crease, I, I imagine you saw quite a lot of them. They were very large too. <laughs> uh, we we didn't we didn't have as much time to enjoy the trees of Falkreath as we might have though. We were we were busy when we were down there. Mm, so I've heard. You uh you're your friend, which is quite an accolade, uh, came here through here a few days ago and uh, taught Mikhail a few things and uh, was singing your praises of of the things you managed to do in Falkreath. Which friend was that? Uh, the uh, Talsgar. Do you remember? Mm. Uh, oh, you know, I was, I was just questioning him. Talsgar the Wanderer. <coughs> quite a... Quite an impressive person to... Um, to have... To have that person singing your praises. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've just been trying to help out where we can. You know, we're always... You know, we're... You know, new to the area, so we don't have a lot of contact. So we've been, you know, picking up odd jobs uh, here and there so that we can uh, eat and have a place to sleep. Yeah, it's, it's quite strange. 
stealing from the companions would be higher on your list of, of things to do when you just walk into Whiterun. I mean, although you haven't been here before and it's your first time in Skyrim, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the people around here would have told you <laughs> what a fool's errand that would have been. Uh, I, I think you may be mistaken. We don't steal from anybody. Matter of fact, uh, that's, you know, we usually... That's very well worded. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 companion, my companion here is as wise as he is quick. I incline my glass to, to, to Kwai and uh, that tribute. I, I have no doubt. So... What is it that um, genuinely brought you to, uh, and he's still looking at you, Jaquai, genuinely brought you to Skyrim uh, and to Whiterun? Oh, my master sent me uh, on a journey. Uh, it's I've spent many days in the wilderness um, at home and he felt like uh, to really test me uh, that uh, I should uh, travel outside of the uh, warm sands and see you know how I can use my uh, my skills to uh, survive uh, a longer journey make a deception check Eighteen. Oof. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this is definitely the place. I'm not. I've never been to elsewhere myself. Um, I'm not too sure how the terrain there um, challenges a person, but um, Skyrim can be very challenging for to the uninitiated. Um, if that is why you're here, um, good luck to you. You will need it. You do have hungry wolves here. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm afraid as we get bigger and expand further and further into the forests, we're actually encroaching on their hunting grounds. So I wouldn't blame the wolf if... Uh, if I were you, it's not his fault that. Uh, no, no, I, I recognized uh, that, uh, you know, his situation. That's why I climbed the tree instead of destroying him. Ah, yes, the trees. Uh, he, he gives you a nod. Uh, recording it. Come back to the trees. Cord, if you're such a simple guard, why? Why all these uh, very pointed questions? Oh. I'm not going to tell you. At least not yet, anyway. It's um, And he, he's leaned back in the chair and he, you see him looking out the window. At least not yet. So, what are, what are you thinking? Maybe a, a pint or two of mead from now? Or is there some other way which we could 
and understand your your uh, your thinking here. Oh, I, I'm quite happy sitting here having a chat. Um, if you're interested in anything else, I'm afraid the uh, the game fair around here is uh, is not too much. Uh, we got a round of legends. Oh wait, no, that's been cancelled. <laughs> well, 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 court. Perhaps one one other thing, which uh, you know, as a guard, you may have some insight into this. You, you know, one of the one of the things that we were able to help out earlier with in uh, down in Falkreath was uh, uh, a skooma. And, and, it, and with 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 the with the dimension of Skuma, uh, uh, Luke's face kind of involuntarily contorts a little bit, but he presses on. We, uh, there was a, a fairly significant Skuma uh, uh, smuggling ring that we were able to. Uh, I, I I can't say that we necessarily put a complete end to it, but we certainly put a put a big dent in its operations with the support of uh, of the Jarl. Uh, is that? Is that vile stuff been seen in great quantities here in uh, White Run? Hmm. I'll say not great quantities. Um, however, and then he turns into quiet. No offense. There is um, there is a terror stereotypical, um, or there is a trend to the people you find who have got it on them. It's uh, it's not prevalent here, um, and most of the of the down and outs that we do have around the city seem to have no interest in it's of bettering themselves and partake. But um, no, there's not a real. It's probably just a passing trade. And is my sense that he's being being honest there uh you can make an insight check all right if you if you think he's lying you make an insight. Uh, i just what it's more it's not i i don't suspect he's outright lying but it's more you know is there is there anything more that he's that he's not telling us and so i will see what i get there Ooh, that's a terrible insight roll uh that's a nine yeah he's he's still hard to read yeah <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it was eleven, but I, unless you made it a DC ten, that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I'll 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 sort of lean forward and, and sort of lean myself in between Jaquai and and Cord and say yep, and I'll, I'll I'll raise my hand in very very not not in any aggressive way, but just in a in almost more of a of a pleading way. My my my, my brother, I, I I made a similar initial mistake with. With my good friend Jaquai here, and 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 though I have not known him for very long, I'm 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 completely confident that he is completely free of any any such awful taint. And uh, you know, uh, while 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 that stereotype that, does have some the benefit that, of truth, that wasn't the accusation I was making. Uh, I know for an absolute fact that it is the Khajiit traders that spread it. So it wasn't uh, an insinuation. I was stating fact and I was saying pardon to the gentleman I wasn't saying that he was involved in it I was saying I'm sorry but this is the actual truth of the matter I know that these people are the ones who who trade in it and they're the ones who what I was 
You questioned out whether it was prevalent. No, it's prevalent. It's uh, not a. Um, it's not as if I have dealers or um, a manufacturing cave somewhere around here close by that's feeding the place. It comes in every now and again, and usually, I find it more after the Kaji traders have left. Fair, fair enough. So, do you have a good sense of the uh, Khajiit traders? Uh, when do you think that they'll be back in the area? It shouldn't be too long now. A few days, maybe a week. Uh, uh, Isola would probably know more. She's the one who deals with them the most. Um, and she has a really good relationship with them. friends of yours? Uh, no, I have some um, I have some information I need to get them uh, from one of our previous jobs. Ah. Hmm. Cord, do you, do you know which which uh, Khajiit band uh, frequents the area in which route they take? where they would be coming from? This time they would more than likely be coming in from uh, from the Markarth Road. Um, but they might diverge off since uh, <coughs> since the uh, the end of the war, especially their business has expanded quite a lot. So they uh, travel to a lot more places and um, sometimes they diverge off if they have special deliveries and they also have their own special routes that they take mm. that um, wards off bandits and attacks and things like that well Cord you know you're very kind and polite uh, but I got to say that your your mission at our table is kind of, you know, killing the fun that we're used to having when, you know, when we're hanging out together. <laughs> and, you know, uh, we, we appreciate you being forthright, uh, but, you know, I think we would like to, uh, you know, to just socialize between ourselves at this point. Right. That's yeah, that's where the misunderstanding is. I'm I'm not socializing. I'm working. <laughs> and he gets more comfortable in his chair. <laughs> um, I, I, well, I suggest you work from story. farther away. You'll have a bigger picture. <laughs> so, are you telling us that we need to get up and move to another table? Or can you take that open seat at the bar and watch us from there? Oh, at the bar is when I was observing. Now I'm questioning. Well, we've answered your questions. So I think we've been been polite and, you know, you're just killing our buzz, man. (laughs) 
Um, what was that? Um, so, Will well, Mouse leans forward and looks at him a little more directly and says, again, you seem awfully inquisitive for a uh, simple guard. Please tell us why you're really here. As I said, I'm investigating, and who said I was a simple guard? Hmm. Simple adventurer. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. Uh, he turns to you now, Luke, and he goes, It's um, interesting company uh, keep. Uh, as he, he looks over the you two again and it's back to, to look for um, for a Nord and for um, one so I don't know what the word is uh, for um, Danica to speak so highly of the company you keep is quite strange as a cleric of kind I lean, I lean forward, and and there were, how how large a guy is Cord? Is he comparable to you? About the same size. So I, so I lean over, I look him right in the eye, and you know, not not with any uh, not with any aggression, but also not backing down either. Uh, our my, my our our lady that you profess to serve directed me to come to Skyrim. She directed me to pick up a guide. I looked a mouse. My, our, our our young small friend was the was the one of the first we met when we came across the border to Skyrim. He's guided us admirably. If uh, it's my view that he is here at the will of Our Lady, and that's more than good enough for me, and should be good enough for you if you truly have the faith you profess. As I said, um, there are interesting company to keep. I, I don't believe I intended anything disparaging by that remark. Uh, he looks, leans back, and he looks out the the window again. He gets back down in his seat, <coughs> and he goes, "When you, um, when did you get into Skyrim?" And, and this is where, you know, I, I, I it's about 39 episodes ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and I'll, I'll give him the accurate date, you know, plus or minus, you know, it's been a few weeks, I think. Right. I, I think that's, I'll, I'll give him. It has. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll say, say it's been about a bit about a month, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I'll say, yeah, it was about a month ago. Oh, and is this your first time to, to Skyrim? You said you needed a, a guide, and you were told to come here by, by Kine. As a, as, a, as a matter of fact, it is my, uh, my parents fled, fled Skyrim, nigh on nigh on thirty years ago, fleeing what they perceived to be. Up, uh, on uh, ongoing troubles, which I think, as we all know, actually happened, and uh, 
maybe took a little longer to emerge than they thought, but they uh, they fled across the border to Cyrodiil, and that's where I spent my entire life. Hence, hence the need for a trusty guide. Did you, um, as you were making your way from Falkreath to here, did you happen upon the uh, the Guardian Stones on your way into Riverwood? Well, it's like. I think we stopped by these stones. I, my recollection's a little cloudy, Luke. I, 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 there was a lot going on those days. We may have. We saw a lot of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know some of the history of the Guardian Stones, but I know much history of Skyrim, and it gets a little muddied sometimes. Hmm. He then he gets up out of his chair and walks over to the window that he's been uh, once in a while looking uh, looking through. He walks up to the window and he goes, "Ah, wow. Uh-huh. I guess that means it's coming to an end." And he walks over to the table, <coughs> polishes off his uh, bottle of mead, and he goes, "Sir, okay." Shall we go? Excuse me? Um, you, um, you mentioned you wanted to uh, see uh, Dragon's Reach, I believe. So, it's about that time. You can finish your drinks if you like. Um, make a perception check, uh, Luke. Uh, and Jaquai as well. Your perception is... Actually, no, what's your passive perception? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, for What is it? Uh, what's the rule? Is it 10, 10 plus half your modifier? Is that right? Uh, I don't think I have it written down. Let's see. No, I think it's, it's, all, it's everything. It's uh, whatever your... Uh, your wisdom modifier is, and plus if you have um, uh, perception as... Um, I, I, I don't have that as a, as a... I'm not proficient in that. Ten plus all modifiers. Yeah. Okay, so for, so for me it's 14. It's 14. passive. A 14, yeah. You will hear um, the, the door that's in the kitchen area that leads to the outside you hear that uh, opening up and you hear the the clanging of what could be armor uh, walking through the doors of the uh, you two to, to why you hear it coming through the um, in the kitchen area you're just inside the main area but you're right near the door that leads to the kitchen and as you look through you can see two white run guards uh, walking into the the back room of the they're walking into the kitchen of the the bannered mayor and now are stopped at the door looking at you as uh, cord is now looking at you from the opposite side uh, asking if you wish to leave i don't recall that we had a need to visit dragon reach this evening uh, that 
really wasn't a request. Definitely don't want to visit under this guy's terms. Gentlemen and uh, lady, I'm sorry I didn't get your name. I don't think I dropped it. Okay. Um, uh, Jane, can you go and get the four more? You see one of the guards leave. It's time, gentlemen. You've been requested in Dragon's Reach. It's time to leave. Upstairs or downstairs? Huh. Again. Very good question. It'll be upstairs. I think we should go. This is, uh, has, I think we should go. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll finish my drink and, uh, put the bottle on the table and say, I think Mouse is right. Let's, uh, let's go visit Dragon's Reach. Hmm. You were right. He is an excellent guide. Come on, buddy. Bring your, uh, bring your, uh, bring your instrument. We'll uh, maybe put on a show while we're up there. All right. If he now slouches back in his chair, drains his last of his bottle while looking over it at Cord, and then gets up and saunters towards the door. Okay, as you are all uh, leading out, heading towards the um, through the kitchen, uh, past the little fire pit, and there with the spit going round on it. Um, the other guard just holds the door open uh, sword's not drawn shield's not held up but it's still the yellow uniform with the closed helm uh, all you see is the pair of eyes staring at you through the um, <coughs> through the helmet there's a mod for that yeah. actually, <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, opens the door for you and, uh, and, and lets you uh, walk out and as you're filing out quarters slowly walking up behind uh, behind you as you exit into the the cold air um see jaquai make a perception check with disadvantage Oh, well, both of them are pretty crappy. Um, so six. You, you don't see it. It's it's pretty dark. Um, but as you come out, the um, there's uh, you actually come out onto some like a grassland area, and you have to walk down around what appears to be um, was it uh, a wooden block for chopping wood, and you come down behind the the carts of the um, uh, of the shopping district. And head up, uh, start following this guard that had opened the door for you um, up the stairs. As you're approaching the top of the stairs and heading towards the, the tree with uh, the Temple of Kinrith on your left hand side, <coughs> you see the other guard that had come in the door. Uh, and as she's uh, walking back, you see she's followed by four more guards. Um, 
as she's walking up court gets to the top of the stairs and he just puts his hand up and she turns around puts her hand up and the other four guards turn around and walk back towards the uh, uh, the what do you call it the, the back end of uh, I think it's around the back end of Yorvaskar um, anyway she sends them back uh, let's not get tied up there um, so you head up the stairs and uh, follow this guard and he leads you up the steps past the two guards um, at the stair- steps to your Vasgar and you make your way up to the top of the stairs past the two um, uh, pools of water on your left as the water is flowing out uh, like a waterfall down you approach the top to get to Dragon's Reach and again at the top of the stairs another two guards and they all just seem to um, I acknowledge the guard coming through uh, that's leading you on your way through but seem to I would say um, Luke and Jaquai you would notice this that they seem to nod their head or bow their head as um, uh, Cord um, walks past them uh, as they seem to stand up straight or hold their sort of like you know shoulder, uh, their shoulders a little tighter and their shield in a little closer when uh, Cord is walking past them um, and you all, all approach the massive wooden two, uh, double doors of uh, Dragon's Reach. As you're looking up at it, it um, looking out down from the from the was it the wind district doesn't really do it justice when you're up this close. The the doors you kind of wonder who they're made for. You you could probably get another three men on top of your shoulders and still have enough room to be able to walk through these doors. You the Guard, two guards and at the at the front doors, uh, both open them, uh, allowing you to step through into uh, Dragon's Reach. So, so Luke can't help himself passing through those doors that I'm sure he's read about. Uh, does the uh, are there any uh, ancient Nordic runes on those doors? Uh, no, these are pretty simple doors. They um, they're made of good, thick, solid wood, and they have nice rolling Celtic designs going across the, <coughs> the centre of them where it leads into the two double knockers uh, and there's also nice uh, scrolling um, uh, also more Celtic designs that are on the uh, the hinges or the, the plates that come from the hinges that uh, are bolted in about four uh, sections of, of the side of the door. Very well nice but no no carvings, no letterings, no ancient nord or anything like that uh, stamped into the door. Okay. Um, as you step through, um, what immediately hits you is the coming from the 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 the, the nighttime Skyrim air. You le- go through the doors that the heat uh, immediately hits you as you enter. Um, it's got uh, three braziers uh, alongside a small set of stairs that leads up to a main landing um, that has a central fire pit and two um, long dining tables um, uh, running parallel um, either side of the fire leaning up to um, a raised platform with what with, with what appears to be um, a throne with what a uh, with a an older gentleman uh, sitting on it 
and to his right there is a bald gentleman um, with graying hair around the sides of his head and to the left of the of the man in the chair is a another Dunmer female with uh, red slicked back hair uh, in leather armor and <coughs> you are slowly approaching um, walking up behind this one leading guard um, who then tapers off to the side and just as he reaches the big long tables and your cord is behind you and he goes here you can approach the yarl you're heading up and then there is um, you all approach to the, the to the to the fire walk around the opposite side to it too you're now in front of um, an older um, Nord gentleman probably in about his mid 70s um, but doesn't seem frail in any way and he, he looks across uh, all of you and then he looks to concentrates for a second on Luke uh, and nods his head and goes uh, so Cord this is who you were talking about it is my arm very well Uh, we should to we should move to somewhere a little more private follow me and the Jarl gets up and heads off to the opposite side um, walking around the table to what appears to be a room on the if you're looking from the tro- from the throne out onto Dragon's Reach on the left hand side and he enters into a small chamber a, a doorless chamber on the left hand side of um, of Dragon's Reach and in there you see another two figures um, as you're following behind uh, the uh, the Jarl Excuse me, and uh, the female Dunma. Um, you're following behind her cord behind you four. Uh, you walk into the room and sort of like spread yourselves around uh, what appears to be an L shaped table. And uh, just behind that, there is a what appears to be an alchemy table and an enchanting table. And behind that, there are two figures. There's a He's a man that you've never seen before uh, with um, dark robes um, with uh, a hood up um, Nord gentleman um, with some rather large lamb chops uh, sticking out the side <laughs> and then to to his right um, there is a face that you do recognize as uh, Danica Pure Spring from the Temple of Kinnereth. So, as you enter, Kord comes up behind you. He says, well, um, I think we, I think we need some answers and, um, 
is she is she prepared to find them out? And the uh, the man in robes behind uh, the table uh, next to uh, Danica goes. Um, hey, well, why don't you try asking herself? She doesn't seem to too willing to cooperate. And Danica goes, I'm not sure I quite understand. And then the Jarl speaks up and he goes. Do not worry, Danica. This is... Uh, we're not accusing anybody of anything. We just need your aid for a couple of things. And um, if you can, keep this uh, between us. Um, leave us, please, Faringar. Um <coughs> Find... Um, a drink or, or have a an evening meal, whatever. Just uh, leave us alone for some time. Very well, my Earl. And he sort of like looks across you lot and looks across um, Cord, who does not leave. And Varangar leaves the room, leaving you in the room with Danica Pure Spring, uh, Jarl Baldrift the Greater, uh, the Dunmer female. Uh, clad in some very nice leather armor and has a um, a sword at her side with all you can see, it's in a nice sheath and you can see the handle protruding which also appears to be made of some type of bone Um, and you four are all that are left inside the room so, so the 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 Jarl's uh, older male advisor did not sh- join us. No, it's okay. uh, just uh, those four and you four inside the room. Just give me one second. So. Uh, Danica uh, again goes well I don't really appreciate this like and she looks to you Luke and she goes I'm very sorry about this Luke but um, uh, I know I tr- I trust um, Balgruff the Greater he's he's a good man but can be hasty sometimes in his actions and appears Tonight is one of those nights where he... I'm afraid he has asked me to... um, to make sure that... um, he knows who you are and where you are coming from. (coughs) And the Jarl turns around and says, I can explain it myself. And he turns to around to all of you and says, uh, Normally I can trust uh, a man or woman who, uh, who bears such a symbol. But um, for reasons that I cannot share, I need to know exactly who I am dealing with. So I'm going to need 
the help of Danica here. Um, but um, do not be worried. You are not in any trouble as long as you tell the truth. Do you guys say anything? My Ural, I, I have nothing to hide from you or from Danica, the lady Danica, or, or frankly, even from our uh, simple guard friend, Cord, but uh, <laughs> my companions, uh, I can't speak for them. They have personal affairs that I'm aware of, and if, as I suspect, you have asked the lady to uh, uh, to uh, use uh, uh, you, to use a, a magical means of encouraging telling the truth. I have nothing to hide, but you should be aware that that a private matter is not necessarily anything suspicious. This uh, will be quite quick, um, but would it would um, put my mind at ease about the um, of what we have uh, in our midst. Um, if you are open to it, it is um, a magical means of which, and I have asked uh, Danica, our uh, resident and someone that I believe that you have some trust in if you don't have trust in me or or one of my most loyal guards you have tr- some trust in her would you acquiesce to my request and um, and allow this to happen I believe some uh, and he looks to Danica, I believe, with, um, if you're open to it, this will be <coughs> much easier to, uh, to cooperate. I have no objections myself, but I won't speak for the, for my companions, little C companions. <laughs> that is fine. Um, so, you, uh, he nods to Danica, and she goes, she's very well, but I, I was, I'm not happy, and I, I, I expect a rather large donation for this to be made to the temple. He goes, don't bother me with money worries, woman, this is far more pressing. He, um, she takes out her holy symbol and you see her uh, mutter a few words and you see some golden arcane symbols come out um, from, from her fingertips as she's uh, motioning towards and she casts um, Zone of Truth um, which lasts for 10 minutes and is in a 15 foot radius spear centred on a point of your choice and you can see this lands 
So, um, you said that you had nothing to hide, Luke, and um, if you were willing, you can, uh, and you, you want to basically speak the truth, you can roll this with disadvantage. So it's a saving throw against charisma, and if you want to, as he said, give up and sort of like, you know, take it, you can roll at disadvantage to try to show that um, you're going to speak the truth and give in to the spell. Uh, I'll, I'll take that option. Yep. So if you want to try and resist the spell so that it has no effect on you, then, you know, you can all roll. Um, uh, but if you don't mind and you want to answer truthfully, you would roll with disadvantage. So... It is a charisma saving throw. To also roll a charisma saving throw. All of us? Yeah, you're all inside the area. Uh, actually, because everybody's in the area, that means that... Bornbroof has to roll. I, my apologies. Could you just explain this process one more time? Uh, if we choose which... Which way? What? I, I'm I'm sorry. I uh, I need a little clarity here. The the spell itself is that if you want if you want the spell to take effect, so it's going to cause you that uh, you can never tell a lie inside the zone. You don't have to answer questions in it because you're not uh, compelled to answer questions. But if you do answer the question, you can only give truthful answers. Now, if you want to try and resist this spell's effect then just roll as you normally would. But if uh, Mouse really feels like, no, I'm going to completely tell the truth. I have nothing to hide. I'm going to tell the truth no matter what. So that means you would roll, You would put disadvantage on yourself. So you would try and acquiesce to what the spell is trying to do. Well, for Mouse's part, he sees no reason why he should tell anything. That yeah, so just make, just make a normal roll, and, tr- and you're trying to beat... Um, <coughs> Excuse me. You can try to beat a 16. This is a normal roll using which? D20 plus charisma. Charisma? Charisma or deception? Charisma. Straight is your charisma modifier, and if you're proficient in uh, charisma charisma saving throw, then you would add your proficiency bonus. Understood. understood. (laughs) Can I play my flute at the same time? All right. Well, I'll, I'll wait till my turn then. Yeah. No, we, it, all... no we all do. You're all doing it now. Okay. So, 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 Luke rolled on his first roll. Luke uh, made the save or made a sixteen, which is probably I don't know. That may may or may not make it, but then he rolled a six with disadvantage. So, you can sort of you can sort of see is Luke's first instinct is to resist because it's you know somebody else's magical effect, and then yeah. he realizes no, I have nothing to fear, and he he, he lets it wash over him, and he he fails the save. So Mouse rolled a 17 plus 3, so a 20. Okay, so... Same thing for Jaquai. It's a deception, so plus 3. No, it's 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 charisma. And and then you're, as a bard, you should be proficient in charisma, so you get to add your plus 2, right? Proficiency. Yep. Uh, 13, so 15. Uh, Is that... Did you roll a 13? Yeah. That's eighteen. Oh, eighteen. Shit. Yeah. Because you've got a you have a plus three charisma, right? Yes, sir. 
and then plus yeah. and then plus your proficiency bonus of two. Five, yeah, eighteen. Uh, our, our pers- uh, I was under- I'm sorry to get, get out, step out here, but I thought our proficiency bonus had been raised to three now. No, no, it has to be fifth level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the only person who failed uh, was Luke. So, um, Danica sort of like these uh, out because in the spell's description, she knows who passes and who saves. And she says, uh, I'm afraid they're not very happy with you. Um, at the way they're treated, and uh, quite frankly... Neither am I. It appears that um, my compatriot is the the only one who seems to be willing to um, um, surrender himself to uh, Kilareth's um, light and uh, in seeing the truth of his words. And Bolgrath nods his head and he he looks behind you all um, to Cord and <coughs> he nods his head and he goes that will be fine so uh, young acolyte of Kinnereth what is your name? Luke Icewalker And when did you arrive in Skyrim? Uh, I, I think we said so. Uh, I think we said four. So I'll give him uh, X weeks. So four, about about four weeks ago. Oh. Thank you very much. I'm sorry to disturb your evening. You may go. Mm. And he turns and he leaves. Uh, thank you very much, Danica. I shall make that. Uh, I'll think about that donation. And then he carries on walking and leaves the room. Uh, behind you, you hear Gord. Thank you very much. Uh, as you ourselves, enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy White Run. If uh, if you need anything, just uh, just ask. I, I, I looked at I looked at Danica and said, "That's it's an awful shame to drag you away from the temple to ask about a calendar matter that we've already obviously mentioned to our uh, to our friend Cord here." But uh, suspicious. That's just the way of the girl, I suppose. Oh, she she does this. She goes, "Yes, I, I came up here to offer my." Um, as we discussed earlier, to offer your, um, I'll give you uh, my name and say that um, you could be trusted if uh, any work for the area or for the um, for the whole need to be doing that you would um, uh, would be trusted in, in completing it. Uh, when I got here, they said they had need of me and that you would be along presently. Um, I, I must admit, when you saw me earlier, um, uh, or not the time before, but the time before that, when you saw me with Court, he was asking some rather pointed questions about you. Uh, and 
never have something to do with you at all. I'm... It's very strange. And that spell is... Lost for some time. He could have asked... Quite a number of things. Why did he only ask that? I, I can't imagine... Hmm. Luke, says, Luke says, clearly remembering that he's under the influence of that spell, I can't imagine why the Jarl would want to know that. In fact, again, remembering that Luke is still under the effects of the spell, <laughs> Luke, Luke very pointedly says, uh, we were, became quite, uh, quite uh, aware of, of, of the Jarl of, of Falkreath and we're able to provide some, we believe, fairly substantial help to that hold. And uh, well, I have, hoping... I have spoken to Proventus. If uh, if it is work that you're looking for, he would be the one to speak to. And I have already uh, spoken to him and uh, given them that my uh, my word that um, you should be trusted in uh, in any works that uh, needs completing in the in the area. Hmm. Perhaps, uh, perhaps while we're here, we might uh, we might spend a word with him, and I'll, I'll look I'll look to the party. Shall we see if he has a moment to speak with us? Ah, this place has got a bad taste in my mouth. I was just saying, these guys really. I'll go with Luke if he's going to try to speak to the Jarl. Or, or I, I. I He's going to talk to Preventus. Preventus. Preventus, I mean, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Now, remind me, what is the, uh, it's, it's been too long, so re- the, what is the title of the, he's not, he's not thing. Th- what's the title of the, uh, Stuart. Stuart, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that, that's something, that's something Luke would know, right? That's a, that's a common, the Stuart is the Jarl's right-hand person, right? That's commonly known. It's commonly known in Skyrim, but it's, they're not called Jarls and Thanes. Steward should be fine. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's that's the thing Luke would, would be aware. So, uh, Chiquan body, we'll we'll meet you. You can come with, or you can we'll meet you back at the uh, back at the inn if uh, if you'd rather wash the taste out of your mouth. Well, Chiquan, if you want to take a walk, there's a pair of boots. I'd really like to have a conversation with you about. <laughs> uh, my young friend, I think we should probably steer clear of any issues uh, in this town going forward. Now hear me out. I'm not saying, you know, just in the back of your head is all I'm saying. Just, you know, keep keep it there. Or not, not right now. Just, you know, feel it in the back of your head. Test it out. See, you know, see how it feels. Take it out for a test spin and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay, buddy. Let's get out of Maybe this. Maybe if we steal a sword, we can see what their uh, security procedures are oh, like. Hey, hey, now you're talking. <laughs> Luke, Luke just, just shakes his head. <laughs> can that person who cast that spell still hear us? Where are? Yeah, we? you're still you're still in that room. You're still two foot from cord. <laughs> I, 
I, I thought that was pretty bold, even for body, but you know, it's it's, it's uh... <laughs> Mouse is standing over in the corner doing a face palm. for a little bit. What do you what do you say? <laughs> for the first time, you actually see a bit of an expression on Cord's face. He actually has got a raised eyebrow. He's <laughs> he's quite taken aback by the brashness. Uh, well, as Jaquai walks out, he winks at him and leaves the room. Well played, well played. <laughs> Body follows. And um, Luke and... Um, Sorry, Luke and Mouse, you are going to talk to Preventus. Yeah. Yes. So, so I, as we as we walk over, uh, I so is, is, if, if we just you know sort of minding our own business, walking back toward the uh, the throne area, does Cord follow? Does he fuck off, or what does he do? <laughs> he sort of, he he stays where he is. He stays in that room, sort of like you know watches you as you as you leave and um. Actually, make an um, make an inside check, taking seeing as you're having a pointed look at him, seeing if what he's doing. Okay. An inside check. Uh, ooh, we got. Well, okay. We're proficient. Ooh, nice uh, and an unnatural twenty. Twenty. Um, you see it in his face. As I said, he's he's very stone faced type of person, but. You see that the minute that you, you, the rest of you are relaxing and starting to break apart, you see uh, him go into his own mind, and his eyes do move from side to side. You see that whatever he is, he is currently in thinking very, very hard. Seems to be going through his mind very pointedly and sort of like, you know, working things out. Kind of like, you know, when you stare off somewhere where you're thinking very hard about something. He's doing that at this particular moment. Okay. I, I make note and uh, continue to walk towards towards the, uh, the, the throne. Is, is, so as we go back into the main hall, is Preventus, is he seated at the table? Is he still standing by the throne? I mean, that was a pretty quick... Yeah, boom. he's uh, Yeah, he's standing by the throne. He's actually... Um, around and he's talking to uh, one of the guards that are just standing uh, <coughs> as you are looking across as you're looking at the, the throne he's got he's to the left of it and he's got his back to it and he's uh, talking to a guard just above the throne as you're walking past though I will point out that you do see a rather uh, elaborate and rather large uh, tapestry that hangs from the very from the top of the ceiling down to the bottom of the floor uh, directly behind uh, the throne, and on the uh, on the tapestry is you, what you see is um, a very large guard tower, and um, just off in the distance behind the guard tower, circling around it, you see what appears to be a dragon circling around the tower. Uh, you see white run guards at the top of the tower. And you see at the very bottom, um, 
of the tower just outside of it you see more white run guards uh, some of them standing some of them on the floor and you see what appears to be a red haired dunma um, in leather armor on the outside carrying a sword with lightning bolts coming out of their hand um, following the dragon uh, attacking it as, uh, and you see one hooded figure um, just at the entrance of the tower, a small hooded figure just poking its head out. So, uh, does Luke does Luke recognize the story from his uh, obsessive study of the history of Skyrim? Um, you probably wouldn't know. Roll a roll a history check because you're more ancient history. Uh, good nineteen. Yeah, certainly know. Yeah, you would know that this is the uh, the attack on the Western Watchtower, um, the first sighting or the first attack by that they knew of. Um, I don't know. Sorry, the second attack of a dragon in Skyrim uh, upon a tower or upon Whiterun, where this was the discovery of. The, uh, the return of the dragonborn is that in this battle against this dragon that attacked the white run tower where white run guards and um, I'm sorry I'm, you know about it Luke but uh, Mouse you're the one who knows all these details news that uh, um, the white run guards uh, the dragonborn and um, Irileth the, um, the house call of Jarl Balgruf the Greater uh, were the ones who battled this dragon. And that's a depiction of that battle. Very nice. Can I do a rubbing real quick before we go? <clears throat> I was going to say, but you had already started to leave. You, um, I will say, you if you want to sort of like, you know, fangirl over it, you can come up to it, but because you <laughs> saw it when you approached the... Yeah. Uh, um, the uh, the approach to the throne when you first came in, um, which you will feel actually, Botty, you would know. Roll a history check. Uh, Seventeen and history is intelligence. Do I do a proficiency and stuff? Uh, only if you're, only if you're proficient. I don't think you are. So you would add plus one plus for one. your jack of all trades. <sighs> Uh, so 18 then? Yeah, so you know uh, what you were expecting isn't there. You heard that there was uh, the skull of a dragon above the throne uh, in Dragon's Reach. But there's not. There's no, you see no dragon skull anywhere in in all of Dragon's Reach. And it was, it was said that it was placed oh. above uh, the throne in Dragon's Reach. But it's not. It's been replaced by this tapestry. That is most curious. Guys, it's not supposed to be there. I think it... I think the body... I think this is... where the Dragonborn's adventures began. Absolutely. Every every fangirl knows of the Western Watchtower. Actually, quietly... Picking up a stone to put in her satchel. 
Are you taking this from the fire, or were you taking the stone? If you want to take something, you could take something from the tables. There's lots of um, plates, knives, and forks, cups, goblets. Um, <laughs> Elzir, Frostmerium. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, there, there's nothing uh, appears to be that's uh, because the tapestry is on the wall uh, directly behind the throne. Uh, there's nothing on the throne. There's nothing on the floors around it. Um, there is a few, like, um, what you call it, uh, like just logs, uh, all on fire in the fire. Um, there's no stones around there. Um, but yeah, the only thing that around there that's pick upable uh, would be on the table. That's uh, the tables that are either side of the fire. I just wanted to get one last great look at the tapestry. So as you are uh, admiring it, the uh, Preventus uh, uh, finishes up um, uh, his conversation with the the guard, uh, and then turns around and notices you admiring it. Because uh, evening, welcome to Dragon's Reach. Uh, is this your first time in the Cloud District? Uh, for, for me, yes, it is. As 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 it is for me, uh, no. Well, oh, welcome. I I noticed you were um, had some business with the Yarl. Um, he was um, seemed to be preoccupied, but. Uh, now that business is done, I have spoken to um, uh, Danica, and she has um, said that you were quite trustworthy and reliable folks, and um, the Yarl didn't ha- have anything to say against it, so um, she said you may be interested in procuring work in the area. We we would. Uh, yeah, the, the Yarl had a curiously simple question about our past itinerary and after we answered to his satisfaction he gave us our leave so uh, uh, some of my companions have some other business that they are in the process of attending to but if you had anything that you that we could help you with that was perhaps a bit flexible in terms of timing uh, my companions and I find ourselves uh, a bit between engagements at the moment um I'm not too sure about um, uh, the only, <coughs> excuse me, really flexible one would be um, one that's not um, an order for the town for the hold. And the only one I know of is um, is a friend of uh, of mine. Um, she works um, for uh, my daughter down in War Maidens. Uh, it appears she seems to be um, about to set off to set up her own business, but had maybe had come across um, uh, a um, an iron mine that would be quite close to uh, where she lives, um, but there seems to be some manner of beasties inside of it. Um, and she was looking to maybe get somebody to help clear that, but obviously not being... Uh, an official order it would be from uh, she would be paying for it herself so I very much doubt it will be for very much reward um, I doubt a, a blacksmith could uh, it's great, especially a, a training blacksmith would um, 
give you that much gold, but that's the only work I know of that would have a flexible timeline as such. And, and I, 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 I look at Jaquai and, and say, so Jaquai, did, did you want to attend to your business before we... I don't want to take anything from from the, from the good steward here without without giving him a sense of time. If you'd rather take care of your business, we can certainly push your, your business first, if you prefer. Well, and, until the Khajiit traders uh, make it here, I don't have any additional business. Hmm. Well, then back to Berbenis. Perhaps we could tend to something uh, if uh, you have something that's a, maybe a bit more pressing on behalf of the, uh, of the hold. Well, we do have reports um, from um, some passing travelers uh, of some worrying signs um, on a cave or two um, in the surrounding tundra. Um, I'm afraid the one that we would need to be... There is a, a few that we need checked out, but there is one... That would probably be the most important, uh, since it's closest to the road. But it would probably be hmm, about two days there and two days back. Travel time. I don't know whether that would, but that is the one that we're looking to get information on as quickly as possible. Jaquai, remind remind us. Does that fit your timing? Yeah, they're not expected for another week, and you know they'll be in the area for a few days at least. So we should be fine. Oh, well, very well. What's this place called? Uh, it's um, it's a little known uh, haunt near um, the road um, on the way. Um, oh, was it? It's near the road. Worksted. It's uh, called uh, Red Wren's Retreat. Uh-huh. And um, has been known for it to be a, a bandit hideout. Um, <coughs> there, yeah, it's spread across the land and then sort of like you know raiding on sort of like uh, the Khajiit traders, as your as your friend is um, uh, is talking about, and uh, other just traveling merchants and travelers adventures as well. Um, but appears that we have not. Uh, had any trouble in this particular area for uh, a number of weeks um, coming on months now Um, and bandits are like um, cockroaches you can never get all of them Uh, and it's quite surprising that we haven't heard anything from them in quite some time so we were wondering to investigate the reason why and there was also a couple of um, uh, nondescript caves on that name just um, nothing too big just uh, sort of like you know um, a hideout here and there very small um, on the way there that I'd just like you to check out just to make sure that there's nothing untoward um, happening in those locations What's the pay? Uh, the, the pay is uh, based um, on the amount of days 
and what you actually find there. Um, as long as you're trustworthy and Danica says you are, you go there, you find nothing, you come back and tell us you found nothing, uh, then the pay will will pay you for the round trip, for the nice long walk. Um, I would say... Um, as long as there's no, you don't run into any trouble. Um, say fifty gold a day. Um, as I said, it should take you no more than four days. Two days there, two days back. Um, but you run into trouble and find any situations that uh, need resolving, and you do resolve it for us, uh, and return here successfully. Um, then the reward will be based on what trouble you have found sounds fair enough uh, are, are is the Jarl still there or is he repaired to his uh, yeah he's, he's he's not there uh, and neither okay. is the um, neither is Irelith okay well I'm I'm happy no, with so that. I, I look at uh, I look at everybody and say so really the issue to me is not that that we're trustworthy because you know we we've been proven to be trustworthy it's whether or not these people are trustworthy hmm. can we get some of that up front um, make a persuasion check with disadvantage Um, so that would be 20. With disadvantage? Yep, I rolled a 17 and an 18. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, that is, um, that is fine. I suppose, um, I can front you some money just so you can get supplies, um, for the for the trip, um, but uh, yeah, I I don't mind that. Let me just go and uh, secure that. He doesn't look happy at all. He turns around and he heads upstairs and he goes. Just wait a moment, or we'll be back with your deposit. couple of minutes go by he comes back downstairs and he goes um, there you go and he comes down with uh, a ledger if you all just like to um, assign your uh, names um, just on on the bottom there just so I know have it for um, payments received and uh, a contract between you and the hold of Whiterun he places it down and a quill in front of you all it seems to be opened up in a new page. You see, it's probably three quarters of the way through the book. He takes out the uh, small pouch of gold and, and leaves it on one side. Mm-hmm. Steps up and signs the book. He signs it. Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you very much. Um, 
if you are heading out um, tomorrow morning, is, would that be right? Yeah, we'll go straight away. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Grateful. Thank you very much. So, so when 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 Luke signs his name to the book, I, I don't I don't flip any pages, but I I take my time signing and I sort of eyeball the other names that have signed there to see if anything uh, it, there I, I notice anything of interest on those pages. They're not. It's because it's not very good um, paper. So there's it's only you only write on one side of it. So every time you flip a page, there's only one side is written on it. So you don't write on both sides of the page. Ah, right. So okay. I was thinking the so it's so <coughs> you, you, are we gonna have blank page? So we're the only we're the only thing. I was thinking I was picturing like a list of you know, like sequentially signing, but it, we're we're the only thing on that page. Ah, uh, yeah, he's opened up a, oh, okay. a new page, okay. so you got, got it. Got the, it got the names on the previous page. Um, it goes well, and he goes. Um, uh, as I said, good luck. Um, if you. Uh, run into any problems um, that you feel that you cannot handle please do uh, return and just inform us of of what mm, what is possibly uh, the cause of this uh, of this recent, <coughs> recent situation um, if you believe you cannot handle it yourself so we'd rather have the information than you just uh, vanishing thank you <laughs> Very well. Okay. Um, we've gone about, uh, what, an hour and a half now, I think? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Well, um, as you um, <coughs> finish up, is there any other, anything you would like to do um, as you finish up your business with uh, Preventus? As you turn around and uh, finish signing the books, you see that um, uh, Cord is now... Um, sitting at the the table, you, you look through the uh, through the open uh, into the open doors. There's not open any doors, uh, but the opening into the other room where you uh, had the meeting with Danica, who is now uh, left, um, and he's sitting behind the table um, with legs outstretched underneath the table, and he's sort of concentrating, sort of like you know looking off. Thinking to himself, is there anything you would like to do before you um, leave Dragon's Reach? Uh, as as we as we walk by, I'll, I'll grab two apples out of the giant bowl of fruit that's probably in the middle of one of the tables. Mm-hmm. I'll take a look at them and I'll, I'll throw the smaller one over. I'll I'll, I'll uh, hey I'll uh, whisper hey 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 cord and I'll toss in the other apple underhand, not not at his head, just toss in the other apple. <laughs> Have a snack. <laughs> It might help you think. Do you toss it and then say "Hey, cord"? Or do you no, go no, no, "Hey, no, cord"? No, 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 not, not looking to surprise him. I just say "Hey, cord," and when I when I have his attention, I'll lob in the apple and say, "This uh, this might help you think." And as cord's attention is distracted, I grab a sweet roll. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. He he catches it. And um, and looks at it, and he he looks at you, and he doesn't smile or frown. He just looks directly at you, just stares 
steer, like kind, kind of trying to steer you down a little bit. Actually, with your insight, no, he's not staring you down. He's just looking at you. Just you. And... Then he looks uh, look, looks down, looks away again. And sort of like, you know, looks at the apple. Rubs against his tunic. Takes a bite out of it. I'll take a big bite out of mine and we'll, I'll, I'll head out the door. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you guys uh, for joining us for episode 40 of Skyrim 10 AD. Um, it's been a while, so we're probably a little rusty. I know I definitely am. I uh, <laughs> don't know anybody's name, but that's all right. I'm hoping they do. Um, <laughs> so uh, join us next time on uh, Skyrim 1080, where um, hopefully we'll get into... Um, um, so a little bit of an adventure across the tundra. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Night night. Bye bye. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.